happy thursday today was quite the interesting day um while i was trying to focus at work of course i knew the press conference was going to be happening at what was said to be 1 15 ended up being about 1 30 um i definitely did not focus uh, i was listening to the press conference the whole time and let me tell you it stressed me out my words for it are atrocious scary um dementia ridden I, I it was awful it was absolutely awful anyways it ended up being about probably an hour and 15 minutes of my time so i know a lot of you don't have that to listen and analyze to joe biden listen and analyze to the first presidential news conference since he has been president so i'm gonna do it for you um hopefully i'll do it kind of quickly first of all he only answered 10 reporters' questions, 10 that were pre-chosen, clearly pre-written. He called them out by name, reading from his list, then he would read about his question, and then he would look up and respond a little bit. It was ridiculous. It was not a true press conference. I don't know what the definition of a press conference is, although I probably should tell you. But anyways, to me, a press conference is... Any news reporter asks you questions, you pick them and you don't know what question you're going to be asked and you respond. Whether it's a hard question, an easy question, a stupid question, you respond. This was not the case. This was nothing like that. So uh, let's get started. Listen to this. Because they can't pay their mortgage or the millions of people are going to get thrown out of their homes because of the inability to, uh, to pay their rent. So... Okay, so he's talking about people not paying rent, people being sent out of their homes, people not having health insurance. Let me tell you what the, the, the way to solve all of that is. It's by getting a job. Why are we concerned about that? Get a job. Go back to work. Everything is back open. It's been a year. Go back to work. Stop talking about this on national news. Stop talking about this as an issue. Go back to work. You'll have your health insurance. You'll have your money to pay rent. You'll have your money to pay all of your bills. I'm sorry. I'm kind of stuttering because I'm getting a little worked up. But that just really irks me. Another huge topic of this press conference was filibuster. The average American probably does not quite understand what filibuster means. So I'll give you the dumbed-down Kaylee version. It is a way to delay or block a vote in the Senate by debating. The longest in history was in 1957, and that was 24 hours. Um, an important part of the filibuster is that it says if 41 out of 100 senators don't support something, they're not going to, they can prevent that vote automatically, which is a good thing. If 41% of our elected officials don't support something that is technically supposed to show that 41% of Americans don't support something. Why would we pass a bill that 41% of Americans don't support? That should not happen. That is dangerous. The Democrats want to change it so that they don't need 60 votes to pass most legislature. Remember, there's only 100 people. They don't want 60. That doesn't seem like a whole lot. That's like a minor majority. If you want to pass a legislature, you should be able to have 60 people that support it. 60 out of 100. That's 60%. That doesn't seem so hard. 
the Democrats want to make sure that they only need 50, which would mean as long as only the Democrats support something, they're good to go, which means they could pass any part of the Democratic legislation. That would be catastrophic to America. You know what's funny is that the Democrats use this um, throughout Trump's entire presidency. They used it to prevent border wall funding and all sorts of other things. So it's kind of ridiculous to me. I'm getting worked up here. Listen to what Biden has to say. Well, we're ready to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete lockdown and chaos as a consequence of the filibuster, then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Go beyond what I'm talking about. Biden, what does that mean? What does it mean to go beyond what you're talking about? We don't even know what you're talking about. So please enlighten us. It's absolutely insane what's going on. Um, One of the reporters had... This, I'll call it a sob story. Um, And she brought up that a mom sent her nine-year-old child to walk from Honduras to the border alone. Okay. And and what is Biden going to do about it? Well, first of all, it's illegal. So what he should be doing is sending whoever comes to the border illegally right back. I'm sorry, but go through the proper way to become legal. Do the paperwork. Do everything you have to do. But let's talk about a real issue. What parent has a nine-year-old walking alone from Honduras to America? Most parents don't even want your kid walking past the street alone. So I'm going to say that's a parenting issue, first of all. I don't think that's an America issue. That's a parenting issue. Second of all, what parent sends their child to fend for themselves at nine years old? Again, I'm seeing a parenting issue. I don't want to hear this freaking sob story about how this child should be taken care of in America. No, they need to be taken care of by their parents. How, why is that so difficult for anyone to understand? We have enough people in this world to worry about. In this country, I mean. We should be fending for ourselves, worrying about our fellow Americans. Not about what's going on in other countries right now. We're dealing with COVID. Let's, let's deal with what's going on with COVID in our own country. Before we start dealing with what's going on with COVID in other countries. Um, here's a clip of him saying why he hasn't gone to the border. Take a listen. I mean, one of the reasons I haven't gone down, I have all my, my chief folks have gone down, is I don't want to become the issue. I don't want to be, you know, bringing all the Secret Service and everybody with me to get in the way. So this is... What? Did, did you guys all hear that? He doesn't want to go to the border to see what's happening with this crisis. Because he doesn't want to get in the way. He doesn't want his secret service to get in the way. Have you heard any president ever say something like that? Because I certainly have not. And it really doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. Throughout this entire performance, he doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I want you to, I'm going to play you guys another clip. Listen very carefully and I'll explain it after. was the top 
foreign policy issue that he was watching. Is that how you assess the crisis in North Korea? Yes. Okay, hang on. Looks down at his paper. Nancy, CBS. Okay, so he takes a moment to look at his paper to see who he's asking the supposed question from next. He looks down, says, oh, Nancy CBS, you're on my paper. I already know your question. I'm calling on you next. Is that what a president does? Absolutely not. Is anybody starting to see a pattern, a very scary pattern here? Because I sure am. Many of these questions were also very clearly, they're from a Democrat standpoint, they're from a radical Democrat standpoint. Listen to this. Pass bills that would restrict voting, particularly Democrats fear impacting minority voters and young voters, the very people who helped to get you elected in November. Are you worried that... Okay, so this reporter is asking about, well, actually, it's more of a statement. She's saying, what are you going to do about the Republicans passing unfair voting laws to restrict voters? No, 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 honey. That is not what Republicans are trying to do. We are not restricting voters. We are making sure it is fair and legal. We want legislation passed to make sure that they are legal voters. They are of age. They live where they say they live. They are citizens of the United States of America. They are not felons. They have voter ID. They are verified to be voting. That is what we want. We want everything to be a legal process. We don't want illegals voting. If you come here on a green card to work here, you are not a legal citizen. You should not be making choices or helping to make choices for this country because you are not a citizen, period. All we're asking is for election integrity. So these people coming and criticizing and saying that we're asking for unfairness, we're asking for voter suppression, that is not true at all. That is actually a lie. Fact checked that. Fact checked that, Zucker. Oh, right, he won't because that's the truth. This entire speech, whew, or press conference, it, it was tough to read. Um, all right, so they asked a certain question many, many times throughout this, and I want you guys to take a listen. I'm sure you all expected it. Um, and listen and to their response. On a related note, have you decided whether you are going to run for re-election in 2024? You haven't set up a re-election campaign yet, as your predecessor had by this time. <laughs> My predecessor need to, needed to. <laughs> My predecessor. Oh, God, I miss it. Um, have you? Have you? No, an answer is yes. My plan is to run for re-election. That's my expectation. And then, okay, ha! <laughs> my predecessor predecessor needed to. Okay, let's talk about. So he is planning to run again for re-election in twenty twenty four if he makes it that far. Let's be honest, but he would be the oldest president in United States history. He is clearly. He's not all mentally there. He's not physically able to even walk upstairs without falling. He can't form full sentences. He can't think for himself. He can't read even he can't even properly read his notes. He needs to pause and read it like a child. 
He can't give a speech. He reads from a teleprompter. And even that he messes up half the time. Honestly, in 2024, he's probably going to be in an assisted living home, if we're being honest with ourselves. So this is a comical question. It's not even safe for him to be president now. Other countries are laughing at us. Do you think Kim Jong-un and all these other people take him seriously? Do you think that they think he is mentally and physically fit to be doing a job? Are they scared of him? Do they take him seriously? No, they don't. (sighs) This part. This part is really, really scary. Take a listen. I don't even think about it. I don't have... I have no idea. I have no idea whether it'll be a Republican Party. Do you? He's talking about 2024. He has no idea if there will be a Republican Party. Do you guys hear that quote? He has no idea if there's going to be a Republican Party. That's a problem. If you don't think the United States of America saying he doesn't know if there's going to be a two-party system in three years, that is scary. That is very, very, very scary. That is a one-party system that is not a democracy. That is not America. That statement right there should scare people. People need to realize what's happening to this country. And I, I don't know why they don't, to be honest with you. Again, more hypocrisy. Let's fast forward a couple minutes. Here we go. We start to reward work, not just wealth. I want to change. He wants to reward work. Well, like I've mentioned a million times, the way to reward work would be stop taxing us to death by giving out these unemployment benefits and this extra money all the time and these stimulus checks. Where do you think it's coming from? It's coming from our paychecks. So if you want to reward hard work, send people back to work. It's that simple. Stop rewarding the ones who don't work. The scariest part of this entire press conference is the fact that he mumbles and stumbles in his words and he can't form complete sentences. Listen to this. If you, if you hold near and dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. What? I'm, we're ready to get a lot done. And if we have to, if there's complete... Lockdown and chaos is a consequence of the filibuster. Then we'll have to go beyond what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, hang on. Uh, sorry. Oh, Sing Ming. Miss Kim. Uh, okay. Hang on. Um, sorry. Is that normal? Should a president of the United States be unsure of what he's doing? It's obviously because he doesn't. He's looking at his paper on who he's supposed to call on next. That's freaking scary, guys. Whew. So this press conference should have been eye-opening to the people who their eyes aren't open yet. I hope this reaches somebody who cares. And I hope I can make a difference in one person's view. I hope one person thinks, wow, maybe something is going on that shouldn't be going on. Maybe he shouldn't be president of the United States. Maybe he's not fit. Maybe the Democrats are pursuing an agenda that is scary.
Maybe we should be paying attention. There's a lot more going on in this world right now. I mean, with the gun laws or trying to take guns away, <sighs> passing other radical legislation, there's so much going on. But that is all for this podcast. I just wanted to give you a quick summary. Quick summary of this news conference. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye-bye.